right, y'all. <laughs> this one I think I'm most excited for of this series. Yeah. <laughs> and if I don't shut up, I need Erica to be like, Lauren, shut up. Because <laughs> my brain is like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my brain 90% of the time because I'm pretty sure I have slight um, issues, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> we love you for so- it. <laughs> This is our first mini series on body image. This is episode two. two. First one we did a badass bitch playlist. Yes. And if you haven't listened yet, go back, go listen to that, and then come to this one. Yes. Um, but this one we're gonna talk about clothing and growing up with clothing choices and then ourselves in pictures. Kind of a general topic, yeah. but we want to kind of tie it into like just general life, I guess. Heck yeah. So welcome back to Not Quite. Yes. I'm Lauren. And I'm Erica. So excited to have you guys here. So, oh, we're so excited about these little mini play, little, I can't think of the word, mini series. I think that we're so am because we feel like we're really trying to, we're starting to figure out where we want to come into the podcast world yeah. and where we want to really resonate with people. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My heart. So exciting. So I think something that we should start with, with clothing and body image, Eric and I just had this whole like uh, little rundown, I guess, which we do before all of our episodes, but yeah. we were really talking about people that said significant things to us growing up yeah that shaped how we initially thought about our bodies it's insane and how it affects our confidence and how you still think about it yeah and how it's still thought in your head in any sense of the word and we were talking about how especially um the people that are really close to you in your life like your parents or your family or you know people that you see very often will often shape how you initially think of yourself because you look up to them to think, Hey, what do you think of you? Oh, okay. So that's what I should think of me because Mm -hmm. parenting, basically you're molding small versions of yourself. Plus the little comments people make to you that Mm -hmm. makes you think about, Oh, well that's how they perceive me. I don't want them to think about me in that way. Right. And we grew up in such a world that was so hyper-focused and not that it still isn't, but it's hyper-focused on what your body looks like and the determining factor of who you are and what you're capable of. And I think that's terrible. The way I look is is not any reflection of who I am as a person. Because if you think to yourself, you're a little girl, Mm -hmm. okay? Or just think of yourself talking to a little girl now. Yeah. Oh, honey, that outfit makes you look fat. I'm... Excuse me? I'm sorry. As a little girl, you're like, I don't even know what that means. Right. But now I think that of myself. Yep. Which is so toxic. It is. It is. So toxic. And it forms the way, you know, that little girl is going to then think about herself the rest of her life. And she's going to remember those little comments because I remember those little comments. 100%. Now as a 25-year-old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that also with that, too, and we talked about it a little bit in the first episode, but where the world hyper-focuses on heterosexuality and the other gender finding you attractive mm-hmm. and ooh, do you think he's gonna like you if you look like that or ooh, honey like oh boys don't think that's cute or you know all those maybe i'm comments. not trying to impress the boys right <laughs> and us now growing up and like us we're gonna race if we have daughters they're gonna be some little badass bitches yes because um, all i'm gonna do is hype them up yeah and tell them exactly like hey like there's something wrong with your size and your size is definitely not a determining factor of who the fuck you are exactly and it can and be. especially for little girls like 
you don't feed yourselves, your parents feed yourselves. Then for your parents mm-hmm. to turn around and make those comments about your body to you, but then they don't make an active change in the diet that they feed you. Or they don't educate you. Yes. As a kid, you learn everything from your parents. You do. You learn everything. How you think, what you eat, your habits. All those things are things that are transcended from your parents because that's what they fed you. Even little things of like... I'd never even heard the term portion control. Never. I was in high school because I was raised to finish my plate. 100% because there were starving kids in Africa. Yes, which is so toxic to tell people. And nowadays, I've seen so many mothers who talk about intuitive eating and how kids are really smart at it because Mm -hmm. kids will be like, oh, I ate a couple bites and I'm full. Because they understand those receptors in their brain that are coming from their stomach that are telling them, hey, I'm full, stop eating. Which is something, a lot of things that even, like, adults who are raised, you know, to finish your plate, they still struggle with to this day. I know I do. Yeah, and I do. That and growing up then, so, as I was younger, I was taught that. Mm-hmm. And then when I started growing up and started learning about healthier foods, I was still making those foods and eating all of it. So, like, as I learned about macros and things like that. So, when you talk about counting macros or counting calories... You count that before you, like, you write it down before you eat it. So you're writing down that you're going to eat all of this and you're going to finish that. Yeah. So it never teaches you to take a reception from that brain and say, hey, I'm not ready to eat all of that. Or, hey, I ate all that, but I'm still hungry. And our bodies are weird, too, because I might eat a whole plate of this today. Yeah. And still feel hungry. And tomorrow I can eat half of it and be like, oh, I'm full. Right. Right. And it's the intuitive eating thing, like, learning to read your body. And I think that's a really powerful concept that I really hope to instill in my children or yeah. into the children that are close to me in my life yeah. and saying, hey, like, if you don't want to have that, you don't have to have that. Right. Like, there's other things that you can have. And if you're full, I'm not going to make you eat anymore because I understand that you are full. Yep. Because if you think, if you taught kids to be receptive to those powerful influences, people would never struggle with being, okay, I, I don't want to sound that, that's not what I want to say. It's not that people would ever struggle with being overweight because that's not true. But I mean, like, super, 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 like, on TV shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, that's a complex. Because people say, oh, you shouldn't eat that. Oh, you shouldn't eat that. And that's a mental battle that they have to constantly go through. And then they're eating 20,000 calories a day. And no human body can handle that. You know what I mean? Especially not day after day. So, like, what if they learn, like, hey, I'm going to eat that until I'm full. And then I'm going to stop. It's so interesting because I remember, like, being a kid, I had a step-parent who was like, if you don't finish it for dinner, you're eating it for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And be like, I was full and still eating because I didn't want to eat corn for breakfast. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's those kind of toxic things. And I remember having a friend in high school, and he was very, very thin. Mm-hmm. And not, like, unhealthily thin. Just right. Thin. Was him. Unlike me. You know, yeah. whatever. And we had a conversation about food one day, and I was like, do you always eat until you're full? And he went, no, I never do that. And I went, holy shit. What? And that changed my, like, whole perspective on eating. Yeah. We're all, like, all of us are raised very differently with food. So it's interesting to hear and learn other people's perspectives with food. Yeah. And that's why people have different struggles. Because, I mean, we're, we're all ingrained in our brains to different things. Which is totally true. And I can remember, so, like, relating this back to, like, clothing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Is I can remember wearing clothes that were too tight. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, hey, mom, my pants don't fit, I would just suck in the entire day. Oof. The entire day. Because I didn't, in my head, going up a pant size was worse Mm -hmm. than having to suck in the entire day. 
Which now thinking of that is like, how did my 10 year old self think that way ever? You know what I mean? Like that's tragic. If I, if I think about like, if my daughter ever thought that I would be heartbroken. And clothes is hard too, because sizing from one company to another is so inconsistent. It is. So like you might fit into a size 14 jeans in this company, but the Uh same exact size in this other company is 18. At least. But you can't buy those because then you just went up two pants size and you're going to panic. And it's like... Right. That's one thing I wish the world would change. Yeah. Is having a consistent sizing where each company has to... You know, if you're going to sell a large, it needs to be this size. Like if you're going to sell a small, it needs to be this exact dimension. Right. You know? So that way... That's why online shopping is so hard too. with that. Yeah. But I think this is where Erica and I like really started to notice our differences in our bodies is Mm -hmm. when we were shopping. And so when we were shopping, can I just say clothing sizes have come a long way Mm -hmm. as far as where they go up to. That's so true. When we were young. Because I remember being in the store and Erica and I grew up both around the same size. So we were always right in between like the normal sizes, which that fucks me up anyways, like the normal sizes or the plus sizes. Like... Of course, you're like, I'm not plus size because that was a negative thing, yeah. which breaks my heart that I, whatever, I own that, that shit, but right. <laughs> but so being in between most sizes stores, if they had plus size clothes, they were just baggy yeah. shit that didn't fit and looked terrible and was one color, didn't have pattern, nothing. Yeah. And there were all these really cool things that were in the regular sizes mm-hmm. and I can only wear those if they had like an XL or a two XL. Yeah. And if they didn't, I didn't have anything. Yep. It was so hard. And it was funny because Lauren and I were talking about this. Growing up, I don't know if everybody's familiar with the store called Deb. But that was the only store that, like, the left side was, like, traditional, unquote, sizing. And the right side was plus. And And they had everything that they had in the regular sizes in in the the plus plus sizes. So I would, like, walk both sides. And if, like, I found something in the plus size but they didn't have one... In my size, I would flip to the other side right. to see if they had it on the bigger end, you know, right. to find play. But that was a fun story because they I, literally had... I think that was a, where a lot of my confidence started to come from because mm-hmm. especially with homecoming... I like, bought every school dress Every dress there because if it didn't have it in my regular sizes, they had it in the plus size yeah. every time. And if not, they could order it for you. But that was the first one being like, oh, like, there's nothing wrong with me being this size. I shouldn't get shitty clothes just because I'm slightly bigger than someone else. And that's one thing I think a lot of good has happened where... I totally agree. Sizing has... Bigger sizes have become so... And the reason is, is because girls grew up where we grew up and they Mm -hmm. said, fuck that. So we're going to make something that everyone can wear. Which I love. Me too. Like so many boutiques now sell plus size clothing. Yeah. And so many places do. I still struggle with like, I agree. (laughs) A lot of people agree. (laughs) But I mean, I obviously still struggle if I go, like if I go to the mall. Yes. Like I love American Eagle jeans, but they never carry my size in the store. Right. I have to order them online. And the reason is, is in, then the excuse is they don't sell them in store and they don't sell them in store because people think that they can't find their size in store. So they never go. Interesting. If you think about it. The psychology of that. Yeah. That's true. So I would never go if I never thought I was going to find my size. I would never go to that store. I would always just shop online and return what I can't. True. So, and speaking of American Eagle, so American Eagle is a store that Eric and I both love. <laughs> yeah. Because the jeans have always fit. Mm-hmm. But... There was one point in time before American Eagle had bigger sizes. They only went up to a size 14. 
when we were growing up. Or I just didn't shop online, so I didn't know. Maybe. Could be a thing. I'm not sure. So I remember everyone in high school having American Eagle jeans, and Mm -hmm. I was so jealous because I think I was probably like a 16 or an 18 in jeans. Um, And when I went to college... In high school, I was just so jealous because I could never fit. I would never was able to fit in their jeans, and I desperately wanted a pair. And I remember freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. This is so funny. <laughs> it's just like crazy that like one thing could be so remarkable into your like entire life. Yes. My freshman year in college, I started college track, got my ass handed to me, and dropped forty pounds my first semester. Yeah. Of like craziness, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which. It's just because I was working out five times as much as I was in high school, yep. and my body was like, oh, fuck, like, <laughs> we can't retain all this extra weight because it's gone. It's gone. Right. So, and now, now I've maintained about, like, the same size since I was since then. But, regardless, freshman year, I went to American Eagle. That winter break, this is so funny, it's all coming back, oh my god. <laughs> that winter break after um, my first semester, and I bought my first pair of American Eagle jeans, and I remember being elated. And I wore them every single time I wore jeans until they fucking ripped all the way through the side. Through the thighs. Through the thigh. Yep. Yes. Holy shit. Well, that's what cracks me up now because people are like, oh my God, I have these jeans from like eighth grade. And I'm like, my jeans Ow. wear out so fast. It's not a thing for me. I got them to thighs. My thighs are up But that's the thing. This is a complete sidetrack note, but why I love American Eagle jeans is... A lot of companies that make jeans, the bigger sizes they get, they don't make the pockets bigger. So you have a fat ass in tiny jean pockets. (laughs) It's Listen, (laughs) I can't stand that. Like, I only wear American Eagle jeans because they make my cheeks look cute. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't. I don't want a fat ass with tiny little jean pockets that are off to the side. That's the thing. I was going to say, the most important part is they have the pockets and they put them on the middle of the fucking cheek. Like, yes. So, like, when you put it on, you look it's weird. on the side of your ass, yes. not where it's supposed to be. Yes, so it drives me up. I refuse to buy jeans from anywhere but American Eagle for that reason. I love American Eagle jeans. And American Eagle, the one thing I really like about American Eagle jeans is they've, like, fully embraced the fact that, like, no matter what size you are, you can have curves. Yes. And they've made an entire line of jeans that are for girls that have bigger legs mm-hmm. and smaller waist. Yep. Which is incredible because yes. normally when the jeans went up to plus sizes, they assumed all your extra weight was in your stomach and nowhere else. Else, yeah. So How many girls have bigger hips and bigger butts, but a tiny waist. And we're fucking women. Like women are made to be that way. Not which is that is another complex too because most not all women are that way. So some people think they're not a woman because they don't have thicker legs than they have a waist. Right. Which we're all shaped is another so complex. different. Yeah. But I love that because now they have different styles yeah. for different shaped women, which exactly. is wonderful. So most women can find, you know, what they enjoy there. Yeah. Which is nice. And I think that American Eagle was one of the first companies that really tried to incorporate higher sizes yeah. into their store. And another thing with American Eagle is obviously with every store... With, like, jeans that have stretch versus jeans that don't, like, you're going to be a different size. Yep. No matter what. Yep. Which is annoying as someone who, like, you know what I mean? I think everyone struggles with that. Because yeah. it's, like, in these jeans, I can I wear 12. But in the, the regular fit jeans, I wear, like, a 7 or an 18. And it's, like, this doesn't... Why? 
Right. Like, <laughs> tell me why. Because if why? everyone has to do that, my girls that are wearing a size 22 aren't going to be able to find a size 28 because they don't go up that high. Right. Which is annoying. Sizing <laughs> is wild. Which, I think that's something that made, really gave me a complex growing up, too. But it gave me confidence in the same breath. Mm-hmm. Because when I did lose weight, I was like, I can fit into a large now. All the time. That's crazy. What is that? But right. that shouldn't... Ha- that's the hard part because, like, that's fucking awesome. That, that made me feel awesome. But that shouldn't have that much of an impact on my mental health and what I thought about it. That's true. Because it's literally just a size. It's a letter. It's just a size. That also makes me think of one-size-fits-all clothing. Come on. Come the fuck on. That builds the biggest complex for bigger people. Because one size does not fit all, my dude. It doesn't. We are not all made the same. Unless it's a hat that has an adjustable fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But it's like, one size does not fit all, baby. And that's very discouraging for people. It is, because then that's the only size that they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Granted, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of that. Mm-mm. here recently but growing up the one size fits all stuff whoop. and then it wouldn't fit and you were yes. like oh I'm not all or like your friend you're like oh my god that jacket's so cute or that whatever's so cute and they're like oh try it on it's one size fits all and it's like ah I can't ah and I think that's a hard part too is when you're young you're hyper focused on your body and how you look yeah and it's kind of hard to have friends that don't exactly look like you mm-hmm. you know because growing up I had friends that were always thinner than me and it, I think that's where my, like, complex started because they could find all these really cute things or yeah. they would talk about, like, oh, I don't fit into this size anymore or, oh, I need a smaller size. And I was, like, I haven't needed a smaller size ever. <laughs> like, right. what do you mean? So, like, growing up, I was, like, is there something wrong? Um, now, looking back, I'm, like, no, girl, like, you were just doing you. Like, your body was just different than theirs. I remember one of the first times I really started to feel confident was my freshman year of high school. And I lived in a quad. So I had three other roommates in... In high school? College. Did I say high yeah. school? I was uh, like, I don't, think, I don't think that you did that. <laughs> freshman year of college. And three of us in the room were all the same size. And mm-hmm. one was smaller. Yeah. But she ended up like doing her own thing and didn't really want to be friends with us. Fair. She was, like, someone who, like, had a new boyfriend and was, like, so absorbed with it that she just did her own thing, so it Got was it. a big deal. Mm-hmm. But the other three of us became, like, super close, and we were all the same size. So we were thriving on the fact, because none of us could share our clothes. Right, because you were always too big. So we had three closets to share. Yes. And, it was so, and when we'd go out, we would, like, trade clothes, and we would have yeah. each other be like, bitch, you look hot as fuck. Like, and it was yes. so nice. And it was nice to, like, have friends who are the same size that would hype you up at I the same totally time. I totally agree. So that was good for my self-confidence and, like, finding clothes that fit me and I felt confident in, right. too. I totally... Dude, yeah, because now at the end of it, I didn't have that until I was... Honestly? Like, now I have friends that are the same <laughs> size as me. Like, in one of my best friends in college, she was always, like... She wore a lot of different things than me, but, like, every once in a while I could fit in the same things that she did. And I was like, can I try it on? Can I try it on? Like, yes. that'll fit me. That'll fit me. And she's like, yeah, like, absolutely try it on. Um, but now I think we're, like, almost the same size. So, like, we – she's like, I can come look at your closet. And I said, you can come look at my closet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting to have that, too. Because then you yeah. feel like you have someone to relate to, too, and it's nice. Yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah. I think that's really powerful too. And my biggest thing though, too, speaking of like friends and things. And so my favorite thing about having friends 
um, especially the same size as you, is once you try things on that like should be in their comfort zone, but it's out of yours, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Girl, you look fucking awesome. <laughs> try that shit on," you know? Yep. And you're like, but you're like, "Do I look? Do do I look okay? Like, do." Are you sure that I, I look okay in this? <laughs> yes. And that's one thing. Lauren and I talk about this all the time. Like, I see girls on TikTok, like mm-hmm. plus-size girls who are in crop tops and high-waisted jeans, and they don't give a fuck that you can see their stomach line or oh any of that. Lauren just got really excited. Okay, so I was listening to a TikTok <laughs> one time. TikTok has changed my life. It's fine. Amen. Um, but, okay, this girl gets on there, and she says... I know you can see my stomach. It's not like it's fucking hiding. (laughs) (laughs) So why do I give a fuck if I can see it too? That's powerful. Seriously. It is. Because like for me, all the time I see these girls in high-waisted jeans and a crop top and I'm like, you look hot as fuck. Right. But I won't wear that because I'm self-conscious about it. And I'm like, why do you care? And just like you said, it's not a secret. Everybody else can see it too. People know it's there already. Right. (laughs) So why do I care if they see it or not? Right. And I think that's the biggest thing, too, is especially now us getting to the age where, like, a lot of our friends had children. Mm-hmm. First off, motherhood changes your body. But Very much so. the biggest thing is, is everyone has a fupa. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck do we care if we see the line of the fupa on any of our things? Right. Ever. Why do we care? Literally, why? Coming from a person who cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that goes back to we all have our self-confidence things. Right. But that's one thing where it's like I should push myself out of that comfort zone because if I can let that insecurity go mm-hmm. and start to feel confident about that. That was like I was talking the other day in my new apartment. Mm-hmm. I have more mirrors in my room. Mm-hmm. And I used to, like, avoid mirrors because they made me self-conscious. And now I see myself and I'm like, girl, you look good. Mm-hmm. So, for me, at least, like, having more mirrors has been good for my self-confidence. Yeah. And I think this is why positive self-talk matters so much and why Erica and I, like, pound this in every time we talk about it. Yeah. Because whatever voice you have going on in your head, mm-hmm. that's the only voice that matters. Yep. So if that voice is telling you like, oh fuck, I you can see my stomach line. Oh fuck, you can see my roll. Oh fuck, you can see all these things. Yep. You're gonna think about nothing else. Yep. But the important thing to remember is that you're in control of that voice. Yeah. You get to decide what it says, and you get to shut it down if it says something you don't want it to say. And that's something you learn too in life as you get older. Because mm-hmm. I mean, when at least when I was younger, I when they were like, have say positive affirmations to yourself in the mirror every day, and I was like, that's dumb. Right. Like, why would I do that? And now, like, I try, when I look at myself in the mirror, I look at things and, like, tell myself what I look good at. Like, what looks good. And not, like, focus on the negative things. Like, oh, you got zit. Or you got... Right. You know what I mean? Right. Look at my curves in this outfit. Like, man, that's awesome. And that's exactly how you should talk to your friends. That's how you should talk to your children. Like, Yep. 100%. And I think there's nothing wrong with... Obviously, the biggest thing with style is I think there's nothing wrong with, like, showing off your assets. Like, if this is something you really like about yourself, like, fucking show it off. Like, Erica has awesome curves, and she loves that about herself. Mm -hmm. So she specifically chooses outfits that show that off. Yep. But she could challenge herself, and, you know, a crop top and high-waisted jeans would look so good on Erica. Because (laughs) literally, so good. Pear shape to a T. Some people would say hourglass four, don't roll with pears. (laughs) But, like, mine... skinny until you hit my hips and then you have hips so it's like why not wear a crop top that hits me right in that spot and yeah you know right 
And me, I always have had bigger shoulders, so I love wearing tank tops, and I always tuck my things in, everything. Yeah, this <laughs> is something fun that, like, I challenge you guys to do. Yeah. Because Lauren and I have talked about, we were shopping on Sheen together, Sheen, <laughs> Shine, Sheen, whatever, and we were like, why don't we buy an outfit for each other that we think the other person would look good and that we know is out of your comfort zone? So what sparked this conversation is we were literally looking through this, and every two seconds, Erica was like, Lauren, this would look so good on you. Right. And, and I was like, versa. Erica, this will look so good on you. <laughs> and every time we looked at it, we were like, Ew. really? <laughs> like, she would be like, Erica, you would look hot in this. And I was like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided that we're going to challenge ourselves this summer. Yes, and we're going to do it. And we're just going to buy an outfit and not show the other person. Because it's kind of fun. It's one of those things where it's like, you trying something on that you would never, ever try on and you love it. Right. Well, that's hopefully the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> for like you guys to try if you try let us know we're gonna try it first and we'll give you our first-hand experience yeah maybe we i don't know how soon things get delivered but we'll try to get it done by like the time that we have our fourth episode of this or maybe by the end of our second series yeah but i think it'd be really awesome because then we could take pictures and like show you the outfits that we got each other yes Yes. I'm down. I'm totally game. I love that. But I think that's something that'll spark body positivity with yeah. you and your friends and something to give you to relate to. So. Because I think that's why it's like, you know how they always talk about how people have a different image in their head of you than you have of, of yourself. yourself? Yep. And it's like, you know, me, when I see Erica, all I see is her curves and I'm like, all right, girl. Like, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? And I think that's really awesome for her. And I know that like, if I don't know how she could ever not see that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, some people would never see that until it's pointed out to them. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know I had an ass until I was in college and people were like, oh, girl. Oh, girl. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, look, it looks nice. <laughs> right. You know? Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but speaking of that, so, like, we came up in the social media age. Oh, yeah. Big time. So, I, speaking of, like, clothing and learning your own style and also taking photos with people yes did you ever take photos to look a certain way and I feel like that's something that's ingrained in all of us it's like okay they're gonna take a photo so I'm gonna suck in and I'm gonna turn this way and I'm gonna pull you closer to me to hide my fat roll like I'm gonna pop my cheek and no I have to stand on the left side not the right side because my hair can cover my double chin like yes we all have these thoughts instead of just like Standing there and smiling and feeling cute. And what would blow my mind is there's probably some people that never thought that. Ever. That's crazy to think about, too. And it's probably true because some people you have to think are the natural beauty standard. Yeah. And they never, not that they never did, but you know what I mean? Maybe not as often do they think like, oh. But those people, too, have insecurities. 100% that we would never know about. Yep. Yeah. It's so interesting because that's true. I feel like this might be a stereotype. Maybe. And maybe wrong because I'm not a man. But like most men, they like don't care. They'll just stand there and take a picture. But girls are like, no, I have to hit this angle. I'm going to move you here. Right. Can you stand slightly so in front of me to hide my stomach? Yeah. How many times do you give a man a phone to take a picture of like you and your best friend and you're like, no, like up. Right. <laughs> take it from up. Christian has learned. And then you have the girls that are here and then they're down on the ground. Yeah, you have those best friends that hit you with every yes. angle. You're and like, like pop that hip slightly this way. Yes. <laughs> but I do think that at the same time as where all these things that you think about, like that you were trying to make yourself look skinny in the past, mm-hmm. is some way that you've learned to work your angles now. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. Like you do deserve to feel, feel hot as fuck in a yep. picture. 
That's what I was going to say. Yeah. What makes you feel confident? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not necessarily wrong. No. I think that anything that makes you feel like a badass bitch, you should do. do it. There's no question about it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with thinking that you're a hot piece of shit. Like, nothing. there's nothing wrong with that. Because you are. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> right. We have free volume. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, like, speaking to someone who's, like, really into women empowerment, there mm-hmm. is nothing that makes me happier than seeing a girl that's, like, owning her shit. Yes. Literally nothing. Like, I, I literally have goosebumps after <laughs> It's like, that's what I aspire to be, and that's, like, how I wish everybody would feel about themselves. And my biggest thing is, like, a human being is I want everyone to feel like that when they're around me. You know what I mean? Like, I want yeah. everyone to think, like, you can conquer the fucking world. If I'm your friend, you're conquering the world. Yep. I don't give a fuck what it is. Beat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah, dude. And social media, I think, has... We talked about it a little bit, but especially with pictures... I think that nowadays I went from, like, don't post that, I look terrible, to be like, I look fucking good as fuck. I'm going to post it. And it's funny because I still do that to this day. Like, I'll take a selfie with someone, <laughs> and they're like, can I put this on my story? And I'm like, no. And so, I look like shit. So, Erica and I have this conversation. So, we've done this podcast for, like, six months now. <laughs> we took this picture, okay? Or we took mm-hmm. our pictures the first time, and Erica was like, don't like this one, this one, this one. Out of all these, I like four. And I said, yeah. Erica, so I post every week. <laughs> So I'm going to use them all. And I, like, had to come to terms with that. <laughs> but now she's, like, I mean, she knows that. So she's, like, why not think I look good in it? Like, because me, the only thing wrong with this is me thinking I look bad. Yeah. There's nothing else wrong with it. Well, and how many times, like, I can't tell you how many times I've done this, where I'll have pictures in the, from, like, the past, and I look at them, and I'm, like, ew. Right. And then I look at them, like, four months later, six months later, and I'm, like, why did you hate that? That is so cute. Right. Right. And it's crazy to think about that. Isn't that mind-blowing, too? Yeah, and you're, like, in a completely different phase of your life, and you're just, like, ooh, I look hot as fuck. I should have posted yeah. that shit. I'm going to post it now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I think that there's something really empowering about social media, too, because my favorite thing to do on social media is literally just hype people up when they take selfies of themselves and just be like, girl, yes. working it. Like, rock it out for me because I love it. And that's my favorite <laughs> thing to do in public, too. Like, yes. when you see girls wearing something. Yes. And you can tell sometimes that maybe they're trying 100%. to feel confident or whatever. Even if they don't. Even if they just. Own it. Because, like, growing up, people would be like, oh, you're bigger. You can't wear that. So when I see girls wearing clothes like that, that yes. we were all taught when we were younger to not wear, I'm like, you look hot as fuck. Yes. And I tell them. That's why. Yes. I I fucking love to do that when I'm in public. Yep. Every, see, even serving now, if I see a girl wearing it often, I'm just like, girl. You look cute. Or, like, that color on you yep. is everything. Like, <laughs> Yes. Yes. It's, I love people that do that, that go out of their way to compliment people. Me too. Because that's, we should all do that. And I think that's an important thing where we talk about mindset and it's like, if you see something, you have every right to now be like that. Mm -hmm. Like if that's something you really love about someone and you want to do that for yourself, you didn't steal that from them. You can be inspired by them and do the same thing. Yep. I love that. Oh yeah. My gosh. But yeah. We think that, I think clothing has come a really long way. Mm -hmm. Has a long way to go, but I'm thankful for the place that we've gotten to when I was younger. Yeah, and I think also with that is, if, say, sizing never changes, say Mm -hmm. it never changes, I think as a person, separating yourself from a certain number or a certain letter, because that's literally all it is. Right, because you might be a 12 at this company, 
and it's literally the same exact sizing as an 18 and a different one and not right. feeling like shit for the fact that you just bought a size 18 in jeans. Right. Well, like, why does that actually matter? Do you, you look know? cute in it? Right. Do you feel confident as fuck? Awesome. Size doesn't matter. Nope. Just like weight doesn't matter. Just like numbers. And no numbers yeah. matter. No letters are going to define you. No, because like, I might wear an extra large in this company, but it might be a 4X at a different company. Right. Or it might be an extra small here and a fucking large here. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Nope. And I think that's also t- true, too, is something I've really learned. I follow this one girl on Instagram who talks about this a lot. But she's like, sometimes I want things to fit tighter, so I buy them in a smaller size. Sometimes I want them to fit looser, and I buy them for that purpose. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with me getting a 3X because I want it to fit like that. Yep. So That's so true. But I love that. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, to wrap this up, it's just, you know, seriously, do you. And if you feel confident in something, do it. And if you want to feel confident in something, wear it anyway. Yeah. Do something out of your comfort zone in an effort to love yourself. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the day, loving yourself is all that matters. So yeah. if you think that you look awesome, you look awesome. Or if you think you love that, you love it. That's great. Yep. Yes. I love it. My love goodness. yourself. I'm so happy. All of these things, they're kind of heavy topics, but at the same time, I think they're, they're empowering. so necessary. I think it's really empowering to know that, hey, like this girl, I think she's beautiful. But she struggles with this too. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with me for struggling with it. Exactly. If you relate to this podcast, or even if you have a friend who you think it would help, you know, share it with them. Yeah, or if you have a story about something that, like, because Erica has a couple instances where, like, this moment changed my life and my thought on this. If you have one of those, share it, because I'm interested to know, like, what was your epiphany of, like, oh, why does it matter what I look like? Yeah, like, if even if you guys have questions or you have add-on stories to things we talked about that you would like us to share in our, like, fourth episode of the series where we want to share your guys' thoughts and your questions and your stories. Yes. Like, send those to us on Instagram. Our Instagram's at notquitepodcast. Yes. Shoot us a message. Let us know if you want us to use your name or not. Yes, as Um, always. As always. And I'm just excited. I feel like this is a very... It's such an important topic. It is. Especially for girls and women. And the last reminder before we wrap it up. Letters and numbers do not define you. Amen. You're awesome the way you are. You're beautiful the way you are. So beautiful. (laughs) I love it. We love you. And we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Deuces.